and welcome back to season three of Grid and Grace Leadership Talks with myself, Kate Taylor. I'm so excited to do an in-person podcast yeah. today. Um, I've got Tyler Mayer with me, who is my actual chiropractor. And I thought with his experience in the field and business and health and well-being, I really thought it was a great chance to get you on here with me um, and have a chat with my audience. So thanks for coming, Tyler. Happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, it's such a great opportunity. I feel like, um, you know, I have a lot of different people that help me with my health and well-being. And um, you're someone that's really helped me manage a lot of different health issues over the year. Um, and so it's been so good to um, be able to share with people that follow me, Some someone like yourself who has helped with my health journey physically and emotionally because of the way you work as a chiropractor. So um, thank you so much for coming on. No, it's a pleasure. I'm excited to do it. Yeah, so good. And um, I just wanted to um, kind of ask you a few questions today. We're just going to have more of a chat. Um, and also hear more about your business and what you do and kind of the the clients that you that you look after. So if you could, um, to get started, could you give us a bit of an idea of what you do to set up your day for success? Yeah, okay. So uh, to set up my day, the intention is always to have a successful day. So I start with that intention first. Yes. Uh, it doesn't always go that way. I but know. The, uh, the idea is often limited by time. So if okay. I have no time, I am out the door on my way and get, yep. go and get going. If I have the luxury of more time, yeah, uh, there's a couple of things I like to do. Uh, so that's I check my diary. I go through the mental checklist of what I have to do that day. And I try and do the mental prioritization to work out the logistics of it so I can have a plan. The plans can change, but I like to have a plan at the beginning. <laughs> Uh, me too <laughs> if i've got even more time i like to sit outside in the sun yeah for a couple of minutes yeah or even if it's not sunny sit outside in the not if it's raining but just to sit outside in the day without any distractions that can be for a few minutes or even up to 10 minutes and that's just to kind of get your center okay um and then operate from there great okay that's awesome i think it's um important to have like an ideal day and then how life actually runs some days don't always come to plan hey yeah but it's yeah. just good to have like a if in an ideal world i'd get up at this time do this and that to help me succeed and i know there's days where i know if i've mastered um either doing a morning walk or like yeah. having a green juice having my vitamins just doing all those things that i know are good for me like when i start my day i just feel like i go into the day in a better mindset and just kind of have more clarity and just feel like I can conquer anything in yeah. that day. I, and the way, yeah, and the intention. I mean, if you wake up and go, oh, it's another day, and it is another day. But if yeah. you wake up in the, with the intention in the right place of I've got these things to do, I'm going to try my honest best at them, then yeah. that's what you can do. Right? Exactly. Yeah, no, it's good to um, and it's good to be kind to ourselves if we don't nail it every day. Yes, yeah. well, well, that does happen, right? That I know. Everyone I've interviewed so far have all said to me, oh, look, this is my ideal day, but this doesn't always happen. Yeah. And I love that people can be honest about that because I think we look at people who are successful in business and life and we think, oh, they must just have like this perfect morning ritual every day and mm. nailing it. And like, actually, it's not always the case. No, no. So um, it's good to know that we are all human too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can you tell me a bit about your um, career path that got you to where you are today? Because I feel like um, obviously we specialize in recruitment, so we help people in their career path and their journey. And I guess um, I'd love to hear about your journey and how you got to become a chiropractor. Right. Uh, well, finishing school, I didn't actually know what I was going to do in okay. any way. 
So uh, I had good marks and I could have chosen to do a few different things. Uh, I worked uh, in construction and I worked oh, in wow. retail for a gap year after school. Yeah. And it was actually working in the construction part. I was just watching how people who were sort of over 40 and I was watching how they were just sort of pushing their bodies to do the job that they had to get done. Uh, okay. Yeah. And like some people could do that easily, but for a lot of people it was really hard. And just observing that, I was thinking long-term, I was thinking, well, hang on, if I enter this industry, I'm going to be pushing to get things done. I'm going to push my body. Yes. And then so I backtracked from that, turned it around, thought, well, how could I help people yes. to do that? Yes, okay. And then uh, I'd always seen a chiropractor growing up. Uh, if I had aches and pains, pain, in, you know, from doing whatever silly things I've done. Yes. And it always helped. So I thought that might be a really reasonable path. And so far it's been really rewarding. Wow. And so how long have you been a chiropractor now? Uh, so I graduated in 2011. Okay. My last year. So that means this is like my 12th year out. Wow. So, yeah, really long time. I know. You time flies, huh? It does. It does. <laughs> when you're having fun. It's, and, yeah, well, I mean, it's good I still enjoy it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then at what point, because um, a little bit of a different style of chiropractor because I've had a few over the years, but working with you, I really enjoyed um, – you do something called NET. Now, yeah. I don't know what it stands for exactly, but sure. I know how it, how you do it with me yeah, and yeah, how yeah. it's helped me um, kind of release some emotions or feelings that have been coming up um, that we didn't know were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about yeah. that more generally yeah. without sort of going into like exactly yeah. what we do. But um, so the NET is stands for neuroemotional technique and it's one of the techniques we use in the treatment part of the process. Okay. So uh, where it fits in is a broad example. So someone might come in with um, uh, low back pain, yeah. right? And that's typically like the most common reason you go and see a chiropractor is pain in your frame. Yeah. So people are coming in, they've got some low back pain and you, you're going through, you, you diagnose what the issue is, you start treating it, but then it's more when talking to the person that it's actually not so much the pain that is the biggest issue. The issue is that, like the back feels so unstable that they don't get on the floor to play with their three-year-old. Okay. So then it's about, a, you can start to identify what those factors are because it's not, we're not just treating the low back. Yes. We're treating a person. Yes. And sometimes those issues are part of the whole, um, how you, you can't, you have to deal with those issues. If yes. you want to try and improve the whole person. Yeah. Um, so it's a wonderful technique for kind of, yeah, help, to identify what some of these emotions are around the issues that we have. Okay. Yeah, that's really interesting because some people, have, I've tried to describe it to people, like yeah. what we do, and then everyone's like, wow, that's so fascinating how um, you can um, you can find that out from something that happened when I was 17 was impacting that fear or overwhelm that I might be feeling now as an adult, right? And yeah. um, people were like, oh, it sounds a bit like kinesiology. Um, so it has, so yeah, a bit it like that. Yeah. yeah, so it uses um, a few different, uh, yeah, part of it is applied kinesiology, which, okay. which is some muscle testing. And part of it is where there's, um, what you end up doing is going through a list of emotions, basically. Yes. And one of them will resonate more than others. And it's actually about uh, into an idea which is emotional granularity, they okay. call it. So that's where... Uh, let's say a lot's going on and you're really stressed yeah. right now. And it's just trying to keep juggling, trying to keep everything going. Yeah, um, which is usually me when I come and see you. <laughs> but that can be overwhelming, right? <laughs> and sometimes 
for your body to be able to process it and you to draw meaning from it, yeah. you need to know what the feeling actually is. Okay. So is it that you're um, feeling <laughs> nervous about getting everything done because you want it all perfect? Or is it that yes. you don't trust part of the business that you're doing with this certain person? Or is it because you're fearful of um, failure or whatever it might yes. be? And then if you can help identify those, that part can just, yeah, really help you process it. Yeah. And I think it's um, something that I found a bit more holistic, I guess, in chiropractor yeah. that like you go for a physical problem, but then you can also tap into the emotional problem that can be linked to it. And if you can release both at once, the person goes out of your clinic for probably feeling a whole lot better, well, lighter. Yeah. And um, and also um, sometimes we have limiting beliefs or emotions that are kind of we're pushing down because we're so busy. Mm, and mm, I think mm. by coming to see you, it brings it a bit more to the surface. So then I can go, okay, what was going on at that age and why did I yeah. feel that way? So then I sometimes go away and like ponder on it and go, oh, maybe that's why I've been feeling like that. And yeah. it kind of makes you rationalize some of the crazy emotions we can feel in life yeah it and, helps you process them. yeah, yeah process right. them in a way that makes you feel like okay i'm not losing the plot or i'm going crazy yeah. like it's just a lot right now and um a lot and it's coming bringing up some stuff from previous like childhood yeah, or yeah. yeah well we often don't take time to reflect no we don't where where if we're not onto the next thing in the next thing we're filling in time by looking at our screens or reading or on the phone yeah doing a crossword or whatever it might be. But, yeah. yeah, we're so on all the time. And I was talking to someone else about this the other day on the phone, um, on a phone call, I was saying how, um, you know, when our parents worked back in the day, it was nine to five, they clocked off at a certain time, yeah. they had landline phones, there was no mobiles, so they could switch off, like you yeah, weren't yeah, as yeah. accessible. And I think in this world where we're always on, we've always got someone that, can be reaching out to us or messaging us or even if it's friends like late at night on i mean i'm on social media so that's how i i sure. feel like that all the time there's always someone contacting me or messaging me or i've got notifications or emails to reply to and so it can um feel like we're just on 24 7 and mm -hmm. something that i'm trying to work on at the moment is looking at um uh more how do i get more deep intentional rest yeah. throughout my week so um i've been tapping into um acupuncture recently as well yeah. um and that's been really they put on a meditation when i do it now yeah. so i found out that's the magic for me because i i'm quite a busy bee restless person so, as you would know so when i go to the acupuncture in the past i just feel so restless laying there for so long right. for like 30 minutes i'm just like oh when is this is gonna be over <laughs> and then i felt like i'd get more anxious waiting for them to come and take the needles out and so then when they put the meditation on, I've worked out that it just calms me and it distracts me. Yeah. So yeah. it helps me be more centered to what I need to be thinking about and instead of getting frustrated. And so I'm actually feeling like going out of that session, feeling rested. And even after I sit, have a session with you, I'm like, okay, I feel like, like I can walk a bit straighter. My posture's a bit better. I can like, okay, I can tackle things a bit better. It kind of brings you into your body a bit. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. just, um, I feel like it's, we all need, like a toolkit of people that are working with us to help fine tune us to keep us working at peak performance, right? Yeah. Uh, because we can't, even the top athletes or the top business people will all have people in a, in your life that helps them succeed. And oh, yeah, you've got to have your, your, it's your support network. Yeah. Your support yeah. Yeah. So whether it's chiropractor, whether it's physio, acupuncture, counselling, psych, like whatever it is you need to succeed, it's really important to have, the right people in your corner that are supporting you on that journey um 
and maintaining you to be at that level of performance that you want to be at. So have you, do, what do you do for yourself and your own well-being to look after yourself? Ooh, yeah, okay. Well, it's a good question. So I, I kind of would put well-being in the frame of health. Yes. And I, the, the way I view health is that it's a continuum. Yeah. And so you're always trying to move this dot, uh, the, the scale, I guess. Yeah. And you can be more unhealthy or you can really push <laughs> it up into being more healthy. And I think that's true for everyone. Like even yeah. a triathlete can be, we'll try and do more to improve okay. their health. Yeah, and yeah, true. Just the same as, a, you know, a, a, an office worker. Like yes. You're, you can move that dial. So the way, the fundamentals of that are your diet, your sleep and your exercise. Yes. So that's how I engage with it. And diet doesn't mean I have the world's best diet at all times, but it <laughs> means that, that we can talk about some more specifics in that. But then the other thing is... Um, sleep so you yeah. need a certain amount it does vary but it's between seven and ten hours and if you don't get it you don't get it yeah. you can't catch up on it the next day it's just that that's you you've got to try again yeah true and exercise is the same thing if you can't really catch up on exercise you didn't do yesterday yes you have to do something today yes uh, with all of these things there's like as much as we don't know about the body we know how well these things work because we don't have any we don't have any tablets that try and mimic or they actually are working on. They're spending millions of dollars trying to get tablets that would mimic those three things, but we don't have them yet. Yeah. We can all, they're all actually within our grasp. We can do something about it. Yes. There's government rec recommendations for what the average person should do. Yeah. And I know we're not all average, but you can at least see what that is. Yes. True. And then know you need to do more like with exercise. So it's, um, you're meant to do between 150 and 300 minutes of exercise in a week. Okay. Uh, what do you do for exercise? I walk, yep. firstly. Yeah. Uh, so, and I run. Yeah. That's the other thing. And I do a bit of like uh, calisthenics with some rings and push ups. Oh, wow. There you the go. Thing. But, and that you're meant to do a bit of strength. You're meant to do uh, yes. two sessions a week of strength. And you're meant to be, yeah, the rest of it is that three to five bits of uh, media, medium cardiovascular exercise, which is your walking or running. Yes. Again, and that's, you only need runners and then you can do that. Yes. Free and easy. Um, the uh, the diet one's a bit tricky, right? Yeah. Because if you're really busy, you might be eating a bit more takeout. Or you that's might be true. Cutting a few corners. You that's can eat skip meals and all of that. But there are guidelines, you know, you need a certain amount of fat, certain amount of carbohydrates, certain amount of protein. Yeah. Ideally, you get a bit of that in every meal. Yeah. Ideally, you're not eating trash. <laughs> Ideally. <laughs> and then you, you can just build on it from there. But if you don't get it one day, it doesn't matter. You've got to just do it the next day. Well, I think um, something that I've been, um, I was watching uh, like a, a reel on Instagram last night and I was talking about um, just doing micro habits. So like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. just continuing, like doing something that even if it's just 90 seconds, getting up and walking away from your desk or having a phone yeah. call, walking around rather than just sitting, but like finding little things in your day where you can create little micro habits that might not seem like much, but can build up to be something good. And so like, yeah, yeah. like you've got to um, not everything. Yeah. It's like, I think we have this image of what perfection should be or optimal health or whatever. And then we feel like we're so far from that. Like, how do we even start? Like, oh, it's too, it's too hard. And so then we just self-sabotage or we like, you or know, put it off or life happens, right? And so I think it's about picking something that you want to do each week to work on your health yeah. and well-being. And so 
um, and then adding to that. So like, and then it, it's a layering effect, right? It is. You've you got to start small. Yeah. You, you, there's no, you don't, nobody just gets up one day off the couch and runs a marathon. No. Like, well, you could, but gosh, you'd be in some strife after. <laughs> and your time wouldn't be too flush. But yeah, it, it's about that small thing. So you, 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 it's about what you can do today. Yes. And I think some weeks we nail it, some weeks we don't, but just being kind to ourselves, I think, um, looking at how we can um, get more intentional rest in our week is so important. Even 10 minutes a day, my psychologist was teaching me that 10 minutes a day meditation is mm-hmm. enough to rewire those neural pathways in your brain. Yeah. So if, if you can just get 10 minutes when you first wake up or before bed um, or find a time of your day if you're feeling stressed, uh, just to take some deep breaths, like all of this yeah. is going to yeah. help yeah. regulate your nervous system and help you function Well, better. you're actually coping at all times. Yes. So you might be really stressed. And what some people might do is reach for that sixth coffee of the day. And yes. that's fine. If, you know, Everyone has their yeah, go go-to. For it. But that's some, you're not really making a rational decision about that. You're just no. doing that because that's what you do. Habit. Yeah. I think because sometimes as well, it's like that three o'clock slump. We always think, yeah. oh, I'm feeling like I need a coffee now because that's a habit we've created. Yep. But yep. actually, if we can break that to a peppermint tea instead and like just change it up, mm-hmm. it'll be amazing what. Yeah, all that of a sudden you're changing us. the habit. Yeah. yeah. And I think. I've noticed that if I'm trying to change a habit, it's like, oh, it's just because my brain thinks, oh, it's that time of day, I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's not necessarily the best choice right, for me. Right. <laughs> I often think like that, yeah, our body kind of wants to do what it did yesterday. Yeah. So the habits that you have yesterday is what you do today. Yeah. So again, that's Start why small. today is the important thing. Exactly. Yeah. Focus on what you can control today or if you've had about, you know, a meal out where you've enjoyed yourself, the next day get back on and get into your healthy routine and have your salad instead, you know, yep. Yep. and yep. just make better decisions. Um, I think we're so reactive and busy that we sometimes don't make the best food choices or decisions because we're being reactive. And that's something I'm trying to be more mindful of on some days. I do meal prep mm-hmm. and I prep like all my, I've got these meal prep tubs from Kmart and it's just got the different sections and so you can actually prep all your food and the salads stay fresh a week. Mm-hmm. And so you can section off the hot stuff or the meat that you want to heat up and then the cold stuff separate. And yeah, so, when you're done, and right? then I just grab and go like today. So I think um, setting yourself up for success is so important and having like having time on the weekend to prep for the week when you know it's going to be a busy one helps you make better choices. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's something that's helped me. And a lot of people look at my Instagram and go, oh, wow, you're like, so organized. I'm like, not every week, but this week I'm there. <laughs> this week I am organized. Today, <laughs> Today I am. I am. Yeah. Um, but that's really good. And um, in terms of um, the types of clients that you would see in your practice in North Sydney, the Mind Body Spine Clinic mm-hmm. there, um, what kind of – obviously you see me, you've seen my daughter, so I know you can see women yeah, and well, children. Women and children. Yeah. We see different ages, different genders. Yeah. Um, and we might, uh, it's actually changed, interestingly, ah. or maybe not so it's changed over COVID. Like we used to have heaps of office workers. Okay. And now there's just not as many coming in. Oh, that's true. Because there's not as not many. Not coming going here. to the office. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we have we have we're a general practice, so we get people from a lot of different walks of life and different stages. Yeah. You have people that might be post-operative, so they've got um, had some back surgery or yeah. hip surgery, and in the process of recovering from that, you might have we've got some um, really high class athletes too that would come in oh wow um, so some and they're what they're after is a bit different to the, the sort of um you know you might have the maintenance, the, the maintenance or the the neck pain um from desk posture yes. office worker 
Um, but that keeps it really interesting for us because um, I love a new problem to solve. Yes. I think that is a really motivating factor for okay. me. So to try and find out what's actually going on here. What are they doing that's moving the dial the wrong way? What can we do to help move it the other way? Yeah. Um, we have a lot of dancers at the okay. moment as well. Uh, which is a great uh, section of the population to work with. Well, I imagine a lot of them haven't been able to train as hard um, during COVID and mm -hmm. now it's getting um, back to normal life and routine. Um, they're training more. Yeah, yeah, so their body's going to start again. to have issues, right? Yeah. Because they've lost that. Um, I know my daughter who does, as you've seen, gymnastics, yeah. uh, like she in the school holidays has a break for a week or two and they coaches actually say it takes like a few weeks to get them back to what they were before yeah, the end of the, yeah. the break time because just a week or two off can s slow down their progress and so i think it's really interesting because she trains 12 hours a week how like that you'd think oh what can a week do but well it, it it's all about managing their fatigue right? yeah. Um, yeah because more fatigue high risk of injury yes then you then you're out then you're out <laughs> then exactly you're out. So, so you're gonna be so careful so it's all about managing that fatigue yeah and they really um you know, with that careful coaching, they sort of get them ready for the competition and then back them off again and okay. then get them up and ready. Okay. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? I'm obviously watching her and her journey and um, yeah. have brought her into, she's eight now, and I've brought her in to see you um, each school holidays just to keep fine-tuning her body to help her be at peak performance and help her growth and everything because yeah, a lot of people don't think of that. And she's got an interesting, um, well, because of her age and gender and what she's doing, so she's... Um, very high on the flexible scale. Yes. But then, so that means she can really get to positions uh, quite easily, but then you can really see how part of the body's overdoing it and some part is underdoing it. Yes. And we're just trying to help keep that in mind. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because I think um, I when I did sport as a kid, like we would do like an hour a week of dance. Like it was never the level that our yeah. kids are competing and training at. And um, so, yeah, so I think it's so important. Um, the thing I love as well about chiropractors is that I can come into you for one problem, but then you can also solve other problems in one session. So uh, you can come That's in with a headache lucky, yeah. and then you can be like, oh, but my hip's a bit sore and then my foot's been hurting. And then like all in one session, you've been able to like align everything again. And so a lot of people don't realize that, that the importance of um, being able to solve a lot of problems in one, I, I find that's a good use of time. <laughs> yeah, well, it is efficient, right? It's and efficient. if we can get a great outcome, then that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, that's why most people will come in to see the chiropractor is they've got pain in their frame. Yes. And <laughs> I like they, that pain in your frame. So they'll be like, I've got this, this, you know, my knee hurts at this, when I'm 8Ks into my run, my knee hurts. Okay. Like, okay. So then that, that that's a lot. Okay. <laughs> well, for some people, no, they're just, that's their warm up part. Oh, and gosh. Then they're just getting to the meat of their exercise and then the knee plays up. So, you know, and then, but then you start to look at, and then you see the foot and how the foot moves. And then you might look at the hip. And uh, yeah, it's one thing can often lead to another. Okay. Yeah, I get that. And they all link, obviously. So it mm. makes sense if your knee starts playing up, then it might impact your hip or it might impact your foot. So it all kind of links. Yeah. And so being able to treat all of that in one is really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, that's great. And in terms of um, to kind of round up our chat today, what would be your favourite quote? Obviously a, um, a lot of, I love quotes, and a lot of the stuff we talk about is about grit and grace in leadership and life. Um, so what's your favourite quote around that? Well, I spent a bit of time thinking about this and I, 
I've got a terrible memory for reciting lyrics or poems or anything okay. like that. So I've had to put all that aside. And I thought it's probably just more like a maxim, which is it's the golden rule, which is yeah. do unto others as they would do to you. Yeah. And I think if you're trying to lead someone, yeah. Or if you're trying to coach someone or you're trying to help someone, yeah. The only way that you need to come across is that you need to come across about in the same way, with the same dignity and respect as you would like. Yes, I like that. So if you can carry that, then that, I think that works in all parts. Yeah, I think it's a good reminder, isn't it? Um, because as leaders, we can be so um, go, go, go and get frustrated, especially with junior staff or people that aren't as experienced as us. And, and yeah, it reminds me that, you know, like tr treating people how you want to be treated or being like the boss that you wish you had, you know, exactly, um, yeah, yeah. and and carrying that into how you handle situations and staff and people and life. So yeah, I like that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I really appreciate the chat today. It's been really great to speak with you. And thank if you. anyone is looking in Sydney for a chiropractor, please check out Tyler at Mind Body, Mind Body Spine. Yeah, or tylerchiro.com.au. Yeah, okay, great. And then um, we'll be in touch and, yeah, we'll reach out to myself. I can hook you up with the link as well. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed our chat. Thank you. It was fun. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for watching this episode today. We loved um, having a chat and you joining in with us. Please uh, like or share or comment on this if you enjoyed it, would like more information and have an awesome week.